Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons, and science is just now catching up, but it's not even new science. We're talking about the science of quantum physics, which is over 100 years old. Quantum physics speaks about the unified field and also quantum entanglement, which all, those are big scientific words, but all that means is that everything is connected. There is no separation. Separation is an illusion. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is the second wave with Carrie Hummingbird. Welcome, Carrie, to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you, Caroline. I'm really glad to be here today. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here today. Will you please share with our listeners your journey to awakening? And you can go as far back and take as long (laughs) as you want because there's no time limit on my show. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's see where to begin. Um, My journey of awakening really started when I started realizing that I was living and doing my best and trying my hardest and it still wasn't good enough for the people that I was in relationship with. Okay. And it was sort of like trying to fix myself to be acceptable to them wasn't really working. And it was leading me down a path of feeling like worse and worse and worse and worse and worse about myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And not trusting myself, not trusting myself, you okay. know, that the choices that I was making were really going to be the best ones for me. Right. So I would go to psychotherapy sessions and I would ask her advice and I would be like, okay, what's wrong with me? Because people are upset about my choices or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, for decades. And, uh, and then eventually I got to this point where it was like, I got to the end of the rope. My, my higher guidance sent me a vision of the, of like a ship's, not like a, at the end of the rope. Mm -hmm. And when you tie it off on a dock, you know, this big ship and it just went poof, done. Okay. You're done with that. Okay. That's the end of the rope. Okay. How long ago was that? (laughs) (laughs) Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay. It was 2011, you know? Okay. And I saw the end of the rope and I said, that's the end of the rope. And I had this instant inner knowing that that was the end of one part of my life and the beginning mm-hmm. of another part. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any more than that. I just knew that that's the end of that rope. So I okay. need to go. Okay. So okay. when I left, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't conscious about anything other than I just knew that it was the right choice. And I was still sort of in my patterns and in my suffering and in my pain and all the stuff and the stories and everything inside of me. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to be bad then. You know, that was what I told myself. <laughs> That's funny. If I can't fix myself, I'll just go ahead and be bad, you know? Okay, Okay, that's funny. Okay. (laughs) 
So that's what I did at the time. For about six months, I just sort of did whatever I, I ate, like chocolate cake and pizza and drank a bunch of wine and just did, pretty much did whatever I wanted to do. Like okay. okay. And then something started to awaken in me because I met okay. a friend who did yoga. Okay. And I never did yoga. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll try this. And then the trying of that led to the trying of more things. And as I started trying these new things, I started realizing life could be so much more gentle. Like it, there's kindness inside of it. There's like this way of being gentle with yourself that could get a better result, you know? Mm -hmm. You could actually enjoy yourself. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I started this at that moment. What I realize now in retrospect is I was starting the path of discovering who I was. Yes. Rather than trying to change who I was to suit other people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You mm -hmm. know, and to trust myself. Mm -hmm. And from the vantage point of a lot of inner work for the mm -hmm. past eight, nine years, a lot of inner work. Yes. What I can say is that when I say trust myself, what I'm really saying is trust my soul. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. The journey <laughs> that my soul planned for me yes. so I could have an experience. Yes. Very that true. leads me into the second wave, you know, mm -hmm. because about last year when I started, I got this download, I needed to start writing this book called The Second Wave. I said, okay, well, I don't even know what that is. What, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I didn't remember this, you know? So my soul was reawakening me like, yes, yes, now's the time. Yes. And so I said, okay, I don't know what this is. So I just trust your soul self that you will guide through me what is needed Yes. to be shared. So I allowed the book to channel through me. Mm -hmm. It's powerful wisdom yes. that is wisdom I earned on my journey mm -hmm. through my soul's guidance. Yes, 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 yes. Very, oh, very interesting. Um, I kind of recently realized, I, I don't know about recently, it's weird because I, I, I connect with what you're saying about following that inner guidance because from a very young age, I'd say four or five years old, I was following my inner guidance and didn't know that I was, and because I, I wasn't aware of inner guidance at four or five years old, but it would get me kind of in trouble. Yes, it's, me too. But, yeah, because <laughs> it's like my parents, like, you know, I was like, they were like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you be more like your brother? I would hear that. And now, you know, that I think that's the worst thing for a parent to say to a child, be more like another sibling. You know, each child is unique. They're, you know, we're not clones of your siblings. But um, so I, I didn't know that I should be following my inner guidance at such a young age, but I always did. And so, and then it wasn't until I woken to the universal truth of oneness, which was in 2007 for me, that was my real awakening. I mean, I was searching for 30 years. And then in 2007, watching what, what the bleep was my awakening. And then I'm like, oh, okay, even though it was getting me in trouble, me following my inner guidance, it was what I was supposed to be doing. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Because it's my, it's my invitation that it's good possibility you're part of the second wave. Mm -hmm. So what I learned was that this whole time, with my earth amnesia, I didn't have to remember anything. 
my soul was guiding me to be part, to do my mission that I came here to do as part of the second wave the whole time. Yes. And yeah, a lot of the things I was doing to follow my inner guidance were really pissing people off in my life. Yes, yes, <laughs> and exactly. And still do, by the way. Yes. But yes. now I have awareness that my role, um, you know, one of my roles on is to be part of the second wave and to, to be a leader in the second wave. And part of the second wave is a dismantling of old human conditions and paradigms that have led to continued suffering on the planet. Mm-hmm. And to bring us to another space of self accountability, self um, actualization, self responsibility. Mm-hmm. And in order to get there, we've got to clean up a big mess that was made intentionally, a mess yes. that was made here for learning. Yes. But it's time to clear it now. Exactly. And if you want to clear the mess, you have to see the mess. And if you see the mess, you get upset about the mess. And if you get upset about the mess, you can feel the upset and then you can start to heal. And yes. so all of that's part of the process. And so rather than resisting causing um, friction by uh, provoking seeing and witnessing of things that need cleaning up, right. just accept your role. And so that's what I've had to do is accept my role as a yes. disruptor to create peace. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, Isn't I, it ironic? It's like a disruptor to create peace. Yes, yes. Well, that's true. I mean, we're going, we're living in some amazing time. 2020 is actually here. Um, and we're living, this is an amazing time we're living in because it is, the world is, you have to break down. See, people don't understand. You have to break down the old to build up the new. And that we're in that breakdown spot right now where everything is shaking up and people are uncomfortable but you have to go it's like birthing pains it's like having giving birth and you have to go through that shake up breakdown to emerge to the new so yes yes, yeah and you have to be you know be able to be with the discomfort in order to feel it so that you can heal it because feeling it is the only way to heal it you got to feel it to heal it and we have a lot of people on the planet right now that have got a lot of crusty hearts. Yes. <laughs> you yes. Know? Yes. And that's yes. just my, my way of talking about it. But it feels like, you know, when you've got a lot of crust around your heart, then things are stopped, stopped up. It's not flowing. It's like stagnant and it gets like even more kind of like putrid and feeling bad. And then you numb out at some point. And it's yes. like the feeling part numbs out because you can't selectively feel. So if you're not willing to feel the pain, then you're not going to be able to feel the joy. Like you've got to be able to feel the whole range and accept it all as part of the experience. And so that's the second wave is about that and so much more because we are the sum total of our ancestry living in our body. So our bones hold all the wisdom from our ancestors in the densest part of us. Mm-hmm. And so if we want to be free, we've got to bring along not only ourselves, but our ancestors into forgiveness. And they might not have been able to get to forgiveness during their lifetime. Exactly. They might not have gotten to, because a big, you know, forgiveness is the, like the biggest teaching there is. Yes. So we're in the middle of that teaching right now. We're in a huge teaching on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a second wave person, many of us decided we would be, um, we would be willing to serve as healers for our ancestral lineage. 
Mm -hmm. which means coming into an embodiment and an ancestral lineage that had a lot of turmoil and suffering that was unforgiven mm -hmm. and to come into it embody in it fully immerse in all the stuff, the bones and the stuff that was unforgiven immerse in it, yes. experience it directly in our own lives. So many of us have had like super traumatic lifetimes, mm -hmm. experience it in our own bodies and then decide to heal it and forgive it right now. Yes. In the now. Yes. And that forgives it not only for us, but for the ancestors that couldn't figure out how to forgive before. Yes. Very, which very sets true. us free. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. It's, it's so amazing because I actually, what you're saying, I have been focusing on for the past few weeks and, and, and I've been hearing the term cellular cleansing. Yes. And the cellular cleansing um, is not just okay it's not just this lifetime it's this lifetime it's all of your lifetimes and it's your ancestry so exactly what you're saying and this this terminology of cellular cleansing really just came to me in the past few weeks and i realized that i'm i i am and all of us on the planet are going through this cellular cleansing and it's necessary we have to do, we have to go through this cellular cleansing from all of our life, from this life, from all of our lives, from ancestral lifetimes. All of that has to be cleansed so we can emerge into the higher consciousness where, where Gaia, Mother Earth, wants to take us to a higher level. And we can't get to that higher level without going through this cleansing process. And, and we all, yes. That cleansing process is very challenging no matter how you go about it. And yes. Mother Earth has given us everything we need in order to do the cleansing in a fast, efficient way yes. that's less painful. And a lot of people are waking up to some of those tools and practices, one of them being ayahuasca and mm -hmm. ayahuasca ceremony. Okay. Because it's a very powerful plant from the jungle mm -hmm. that actually goes through your consciousness, helps you see all the places you're hiding um, from forgiveness. Yes. If you know what I mean. <laughs> like yes, you I do. thought I you do. forgave it, but you really didn't. Yeah. You were holding exactly. it back in this old little locker back here. Exactly. I thought I was done with, like I said, the last few months. It's like <laughs> coming up. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought I was done with that long ago, you know? <laughs> yes, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because yes. it's like the way that I witness in you, and this is a, just my reflection about the way, the way you've talked about yourself, yes. is that you've been dedicated to this path of inquiry within yourself and healing and forgiveness within yourself for 30 years using yes. modalities, right? That yes. came to you that were effective. Yes. And for some people that, that is like a path that they can, that they can put their arms around and do it. And for other people, they need a little assistance, you know, yes. with some kind of medicine or something to help them let yes. it go. Yes. So if you look at it right now, out in the world, there's like the coronavirus, right? And everyone's yes. very afraid about this. Right. But if you look at this virus from a soul perspective, this is a cleansing for people that can't let it go. Mm -hmm. Because it's going, it's going into the lungs, the lungs hold grief, mm -hmm. you know, it's going in through the, it's purging through the colon, which also holds on to old content. You know, all the stuff you can't forgive is like in your colon. You just can't let it go. Right. I know because I've walked this journey where I had trouble letting it go. And my colon started talking to me like, it's yes. hurting. You need yes. to let it go. You need to yes. forgive it. 
Yes. The lungs hold on and then you can't breathe, you mm-hmm. know, because you're holding on to grief from yourself and your ancestors. And yes. So this virus is actually an agent of change mm-hmm. to force the letting go for people that cannot seem to let go using the modalities that you let go of, mm-hmm. you know, your consciousness, for example. Right. Right. So right. everybody's going to get assistance to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you want to let it go more consciously, then you need to walk a spiritual path. Yes. With discipline. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, like you have been demonstrating. Yes. I, I encourage everyone to go within. I always say, I say, I found, I tapped into my inner being and I, and my inner being was, was listening. And that was my, you know, really the beginning of my awakened journey because I was doing it before when I was younger, but not knowing why. And then, and getting, and feeling bad about it is like, you know, because people were not happy with what I, me. And I was like, but I got to, and even though I was a little kid and people were not happy with me, my, my inner self was saying, but I got to be me. You know, so but I couldn't say that as a young child because I get in big trouble, but that's what I was feeling. But then as I, when I consciously became aware that, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I always tell people go within, you know, spend time, well, however people like to meditate. I love to meditate by just sitting, clearing my mind, focusing on my breath and listening to some high frequency vibration in the background. And that will help me stay focused on my breath. And I try to do that 25, 30 minutes a day. That, and then I do it, you know, even if I'm just walking, you know. So whatever a person can do to go within, in nature, you know, go and sit under a tree. Mm-hmm. But uh, And but, also, I believe it's like, for me, because I'm aware that um, I could say I've forgiven something, but then it's sort of like just spiritual saran wrap, because I just sort of like, wrapped something up and was like, yeah, it's not there anymore because I covered it up. Yes. And, and so because I'm aware that, that I have done that in my life, let's say I've forgiven it, but then really haven't forgiven it. Yes. Then I bring myself to um, face potential triggers. Like a lot of people might avoid a potential trigger to avoid getting upset. Right. But I bring myself into it closer. Yes. To kind of test myself. Like, yes. Am I neutral with the situation that used to trigger me, or do I still have a reaction? Exactly. Because if I still have a reaction, I'm not done with it yet. Exactly. I'm still chewing on it somewhere in my intestines. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Very true. You Very know. True. Yes. So, so I, I think that the role here is to trust that you know, trust the process, like go inside and tune in, right? Like you're talking about mm-hmm. and trust the process and whatever comes into your field to help you let go. Yes. To say yes to that thing. Because mm-hmm. we're in a big purge. We're yes. purging everything right now. Any way you can purge the content and forgive it and understand it and put it in the right relationship and claim the wisdom and then release the rest yes. is a good thing. Yes. And you're very, it, I love what you just said is how you, you can tell if you're really done with it is by your reaction to it, by your reaction to that trigger. If that trigger doesn't, um, get you to react to it and you're just like all neutral to it. And I love what they say in the Buddhist, Buddhist say the middle way. You're like, okay, that's there. Oh, you're well. just being you. You're just yeah. being yourself. Okay. It's I see like, that. And it doesn't, and it doesn't trigger any emotional upset in you. 
nothing you're truly done with it. But we, when you, when we still get those triggers that still have us get really emotional, those are the ones we still need to work on. And they, they will keep appearing until we have cleared them. Because yeah, and they'll just show up with different people, different situations. You know, in any way, spirit's constantly devising little situations and scenarios so that you'll face the thing that you haven't forgiven yet in yourself. You know, you'll learn the lesson you haven't learned yet. Yes. And it's really not about the other person. You know, that's the biggest thing I had to realize because I'm like, well, they're definitely doing it, you know, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was like, they're doing this. I'm not doing this. They're doing right. this. It's their, it's their fault. No, my fault. They're doing it's this. Yes. I'm not, I'm trying to be nice, you know, <laughs> and, and yes. that was also a deflection. You mm -hmm. know, it was a deflection because actually that wasn't true. I was, I was sort of um, holding the victim corner and being like, well, they're doing this to me. And so they're bad people or something, you know, or yes. they haven't learned their lessons. Or then later on, after, even after I published the second wave, mm -hmm. there were moments when I caught myself in, oh, they're like, they're younger souls than me. So they don't, you know, and so all of this opportunity, any kind of opportunity for arrogance or superiority or any of that is all ego. So you know, it's like, so yes. it, it's so many layers to the ego. Yes. It's an exploration to dismantle the system. And the, one of the reasons why I work with plant medicine is because it helps me to see it more clearly because there's so many layers and there's so many deceptions that, that it's confusing sometimes to know the true truth, like right. the absolute truth. Yes. Yes. And then to, and to operate from that space. And, yes. and I see the importance, like people like you and I that are messengers. Yes. We have to be very, very clean with our carrying of the message. Yes. So that it's not like being um, uh, claimed or owned by a part of us that isn't truly Right. where it's not coming from right, right? it it's comes from fine. source right from source exactly exactly and and exactly what you said and <laughs> i just experienced this yesterday it's so funny i i kept meeting um individuals different individuals along my path yesterday and what i would have to remind myself okay everybody is operating from their highest level awareness available their, at this time right at this time so whoever I and, and yesterday was coming back in contact one after the other after the other and I kept having to say okay no judgment <laughs> in my mind no judgment they are operating at their highest level of awareness so and we're all divine souls and all, we're each operating at our highest level of awareness. So I had to go around yesterday just say, saying that to myself, reminding myself, don't judge this person. This person is operating at their highest level of awareness. Come to the next person. Okay. Don't judge this person. This person <laughs> is I did that four times yesterday. And I kept having to remind myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me even, hey, even today, like I had said to you, I'm in the Northeast in the Poconos and it's very rare. Usually this time of the year, we have 
three to four feet of snow on the ground. We are truly, I've lived here um, 28 years, and this is the first year in into February, there's no snow on the ground, and it feels like spring. It's so warm that the fog is so thick, you can't see but two or three feet in front of you. So I was driving to the store earlier today, and when I, first of all, when I drive, I always have on my headlights. But when it's fog like this, a person, honestly, you can't see but two or three feet in front of you. If a person doesn't have on their headlights, you can't see them. Half the cars out there today did not have on their headlight. And there was this one guy who was actually in such a hurry, he didn't have on his headlight. He's actually passing someone. He's coming in an opposite direction of me, but he's actually trying to pass somebody. I could barely see him. Luckily, you know, he's not, we're not in the same lane because he's coming this way. I'm going that way. But I didn't see him until he was like two feet um, in front of me and he zoomed by with no headlights on. I'm like, nobody can even see you, dude. And then I had to, I had to say to myself, okay. He's operating at his highest his level. highest available aware, aware at this time. <laughs> in his highest resiliency, I want to yes. say, because we are entering a time of challenge mm -hmm. because we're eliminating the old hooks that kept our egoic consciousness in place as the driving force on the planet. Uh -huh. Removing a lot of those hooks and attachments yes. Yes. and we're shaking it up so that people can have the crack through which the soul can enter and, and, res and take control of yes. the, their vessel. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is an insight I got. It's just so cool is that the uh, it's almost like the human vessel has a, has an autopilot program, mm -hmm. right? So right. it can function and take care of itself and take care of you while you're going through until you're ready to assume command, right. Yes. As a yes. soul. Yes. And then the way you assume command as a soul is that something, you know, you get so tested and so challenged and so out of control and so scared and so, you know, powerless feeling that yes. you finally get the operating system to surrender and admit that it is not in control. Yes. And then the soul can step into the body fully and take command and take over, like override and can yes. take manual control. And then you've got souls walking in bodies on the earth. And now you have a human being because the being part is a soul. Yes. So yes. if you're worried that people are not being human beings, yes. they're not yet being human beings because they haven't made the transition to lead by their soul. So exactly. a human being is one that's led by the soul. Exactly. Exactly. So see how much sense that all makes now? That made so much, <laughs> that is so, it's so, you're, you hit the nail right on the head and actually everything you're talking about, I have just been experiencing myself personally, yes. you know, it's like, yes, okay. I mean, I agree. It's because that's a human doing the human, the human on the autopilot. Let's okay. So this is so funny, Caroline. Yeah. You know how fascinated everybody, a lot of people on the planet are right now about um, virtual uh, artificial intelligence. Yes. Yes. That's because they're fascinated with their operating system. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's exactly. like they're obsessed with their, they, the human vessel actually is artificial intelligence. Exactly. It's like the avatar. It's, your, you saw it's the movie an avatar. avatar. Yes. Yeah. 
This body, and I always say this, this body is our avatar. It's an our, avatar. It's a vehicle. It's a vehicle for us to move around in this dimension. Um, and it's so, but I'm not my body. I have a car, okay? I'm not my car, okay? And I have a body. I'm not my body. And you're absolutely right. Our ego our, our human conscious, our human um, brain. Our artificial intelligence, our intelligence, brain. Our, yes, our artificial intelligence wants to be in the driver's seat. But so now it wants to create itself. It wants to create its own artificial intelligence. Yes, it's like, no, 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 no. Take oh. that ego, it's, it has, it has a, it's a useful tool. The mind, the ego, it's a useful tool. But move it over to the passenger seat. You know, let the higher self let your soul be in the driver's seat. And, and when, when it is, a, that's a very, it is a scary position because when you put your ego in the passenger seat and you let your soul be in the driver's seat, you have nowhere, you're sitting in the passenger seat, you have nowhere, you have no idea where you're going. It's like, you and don't. That's, that's very scary. That's it can be, but, you, but see, that's where the soul has to do a really good job with its ego. Yes. yes. So uh, we have a lot of, younger souls on the planet at this time that are yeah. just starting to experiment with how to get their egos to come along and not be scared right yes. so it is like a journey of the soul as well it's soul school yes so a lot of souls haven't figured out how to be kind and loving and gentle and supportive and and also loving might mean like provoking the ego into a place where it surrenders you know that exactly. is also part of love but you got to do it with safety so, you know, you're not going to get anywhere if the ego is terrified. Like that's exactly. just, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. It's going to clamp down and try to control everything. Right. But what you said, you get it to, I know it, this has happened with me in the past few weeks. You get it to a point where you just throw up your hands and you say, I surrender universe. Okay. Do what you will. Um, yeah. And I've done that a couple of times the past few weeks. I just had to surrender and when you do that surrendering what you're doing is you're not giving up you're allowing you're allowing spirit to work through you and that's the only time because when you're all in your ego in your mind and you're trying to do 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 and things are not working out then you get to a point where i just give up and that when and spirit said thank you now that you give Thank up. Thank you. Now I now, can take control. <laughs> now I can take control and take you where I want you to go. Well, you know, what, what I've learned in these ceremonies is that that voice is always there. And I actually just had this beautiful experience with it where uh, it's like how, which, you know, I can speak from both spaces now. So mm -hmm. I will speak from soul space at this moment and just say that it felt really good to finally have Carrie relax and trust me i've been here the whole time yes 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 yes, yes. so i just it was like she finally heard me like i'm right here yes 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 and then it's, i'll speak from carrie yes and we'll just say i'm grateful yes. Yes. that you stayed with me you didn't leave because right, exactly. it took me a long time to trust exactly it, 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 it does like i said we're so and and you know what that comes from society too society is telling us you got to do you got to do you got to do you know and we're, we're so we're in this moment, okay i gotta be productive i gotta do i gotta do i gotta do but you're not being 
And for me, I understand it's now it's first, I got to, I have to be, I have to sit with soul. I have to open my ears to what soul is saying to me, my heart, and my ears and everything, and then follow that guidance from soul. And then, and then, but it is, it's allowing because when I'm just doing and doing, doing and pushing against the flow, the now moment, you know, you mentioned the now because it is life happens only in this now moment. So when you're in this now moment, when you let life, let spirit, let the divine, let universe work through you, then magic will happen, you know, and then, and you just, it, it's just a, a wonderful feeling. I feel like the audience is like needing a concrete example right now. Okay. So I have one. Okay. Okay. So, well, this interview is an example (laughs) because we didn't plan any of it out. Right. And so it's just happening and the magic is happening. Yes. Um, I had a presentation. I was giving uh, the final closing presentation for a, a weekend retreat for all these thought leaders is, you know, over a hundred thought leaders that I really, you know, admire and, you know, yes. And they gave me the spot of closing, which is kind of a big deal. Yes. So speaking from Carrie, Carrie is a little nervous about this. Like, uh uh-oh, I'm going to go in there. So I had written all of the speech out onto these, onto these little note cards and like writing the whole thing out and word for word to be sure I spoke everything consciously. Yes. And then that moment, that morning of the, of the, I got woken up an hour early on my alarm clock, yes. even though when I looked at the alarm, it was set for the, an hour later, it still went off early. Okay. Because my soul scary. was like, Hey, it's time to get up. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. <laughs> so then I had this conversation with my soul and my soul's like, Carrie, that speech you wrote out, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, I, what are we going to do? Right. And right. you know, my soul told me, what? Meet me in the now, because that's where I am. So true. So and true. I did that, and it was beautiful. It was powerful. Yeah. It was profound. As my soul presence came through my whole body and took over, and the whole room was engaged. Everybody was engaged because it was soul speaking. Yes. And when soul is speaking, everybody listens. Yes. Yes, yes. So yes. It, this is really like the transition that we each get to bring ourselves to exactly. is to allow soul to speak. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And I and I, I like I said, I start I launched this show five years ago. It was spirit that told me, woke me up in the middle of the night to just do it. So at that time I never even heard of the word podcast, but spirit said do an internet radio show. Spirit gave me the title, but since the first show, I've done about 200 shows now. I've lost count. But every show, I just parents said, just in the now, just, you know, just just go with the now. And the now has always been perfect. So it's just. The every, now is always perfect. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Very true. Very, very true. And so this is where we're stepping into, Caroline, is that yes. we were talking about how each person is a drop of the whole divine in a unique configuration. Yes. So you could think of this whole thing as a symphony that's happening. There's a symphony occurring and the conductor is the great spirit, God, source, creator, universe, whatever your word is. Yes. And so if we want to be creating beautiful music, we got to follow the conductor. Exactly. 
And yes. each one of us needs to trust that our unique bubble of consciousness mm -hmm. that holds everything that is and is a unique expression of it yes. is needed for this orchestral symphonic piece yes. that is coming into play now. Exactly. And that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because people think, oh, I'm just little old me. There's no such thing as little old me. Each piece is so needed. For we are so, so interconnected and needed. Without each other, there can be no whole. There is no whole without, you know, every tiny piece is equally important to the whole. So we, we think, and that's the, you know, society teaches us to think, oh, we're, you know, that we're so tiny, but we're so much bigger than what we are because we're so much more than these bodies. These bodies is just a vehicle to get around, you know, and the, in this dimension. But, you know, once the body's gone, you're still you, you're still here. You're not gone and you're much bigger. So you're much more expansive. So never, I want people never to think, oh, little old me, what can I do? Never think that because you are equally important as anyone on the planet. So, and your journey is unique. And, yes. you know, your thumbprint is proof of that. You know, we each have a unique thumbprint on our hands. Yes. You yes. know, so spirit puts it right on our hands so we don't forget. You know, <laughs> like, oh, it's a unique thumbprint. <laughs> yes. But, like, we forget the bigger message yes. is that this is like a thumbprint suit that you slide into you for yes. this incarnation. Right. And it's got all of the ancestry of that particular body. Yes. It's got all of the life lessons that are designed for this life experience to learn. Exactly. So it's like the soul's curriculum imprinted in the physical. Yes. So yeah, you can't escape it because you're in it. Yes. And that's yes. why you'll do the work because it's uncomfortable inside there. So you'll do the work because it, it's, you know, pain makes you, yes. you, you know, it makes you yes. act. Yes, 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 yes. You can't escape it. You're in it. Yep. So some people try to escape it by floating outside the body a little bit and just, yes, <laughs> but not getting all the way in, but you got to get all the way in to have the full experience. Experience, And that's, we, we chose to have that experience. I think that I, I try to um, impress upon my audience that what we're going through, nobody, it's not a punishment. It's, it's not, nobody's saying, oh, you've been bad. So I'm putting on earth you know that's not, no 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 it's the opposite you were masterful enough to be selected for this experience exactly exactly and that and each of us as a soul our higher self said yes i want to do this this is i want to go down there i want to help humanity awaken i want to do this so we all said yes and we were excited to come into these spacesuits and 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 live out this experience we wanted to so yes it is it's and it's way more fun when you surrender to your soul and let your soul lead the way actually yes. like there's so much more love that yes. you could feel when you go on this but you got to you know there's some things that people need to move through and this is part of the collective moving and understanding yes. of consciousness yes. there's some misunderstandings that happened along the way that you know were intentional to have a certain lesson Yes. But we got to move through those now. And, yes. you know, so you, you're, you cannot learn, let's say, if we are now on the path of learning self-mastery and self-actualization, the primary word being self, yes. 
then you can no longer use a conduit of another person to teach you what you need to know because it's your self-actualization that you're working on, which yes. is why you've got to move out of this idea that you could sit in church once a week and learn from somebody. That, that's mm -hmm. not going to work anymore. That is no longer the paradigm. Exactly. And it's also no longer the paradigm that you, somebody's going to save you. Like right. there's no, first of all, there's no saving. There's nothing to save from. Exactly. There, there's just learning. And so, you know, Jesus is a fabulous teacher. will continue to be a fabulous teacher on this plane of existence yes. in right relationship. Yes. yes. Which yes. is that you are actually the self that's actualizing yourself. And he's simply a guide to yes. point you in a good direction. Exactly. I believe <laughs> Jesus was very awake to who he was as a divine being. When he said, I and my father are one, he didn't say just me. Nobody just else. me and the rest <laughs> of you people are me. screwed. Oh. <laughs> That's why I have to save your asses. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he did not say any of that. He, he said, didn't say I, that. I know. He said, I and my father are one, meaning we're all one with the father. He was just trying. He was awake. He knew what, who he was. It was 2,000 years ago. And then his, and then he was right? doing his best. And yeah, I, you he know, doing his best. I forgive him. I, I actually, I had Caroline, to be honest, I had to work on that because some of my ancestor, some of my ancestry had a little beef with Jesus, you know, about okay. like, the result of what happened here on, on earth, which yeah. is sort of like everybody thinking it's like not their responsibility and they don't have to actually do the work themselves and they just get saved and they just go apologize in church, right. but then not actually take the steps to change on the inside. And, right. and so I had some, so I was having, carrying some beef around that. So this, this weekend in my ceremony, in the place of, you know, spirit and space and consciousness and, and accessing, I, I said, you know, Jesus, I got to pick a beef. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I have to just say, like, I disagree with this. Yeah. And all, and there was a moment of silence. And then, and then I heard Jesus say, mea culpa. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You yes. know, this is forgiveness. You know, it's yes. like Jesus was doing his best. We are all doing our best. Yes. All of our ancestors have always done their best. Yes. yes and yes. we need to forgive the past yes. so we can be right. clear right. of it today and right. bring new earth into being. Exactly. And, and, and Jesus, though, he was so misunderstood. <laughs> so misunderstood. So misunderstood. Because all he was saying is that we are all one with God. We're, but what was his, I love, um, it He's was. like a hippie. Yes. And he was like, love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself. And he said that because he knew your neighbor was. Was yourself. <laughs> so he, he was just, uh, he was all about the oneness. He was all about unconditional love. But he was just, man took his teachings and made and it. And just totally distorted it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's why he was like, man, I called by. I did my best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah, a teacher. Right, you yeah. come down to earth and you're yeah. all you're doing is your best. Like, okay. Yes. yes. I yes. try to teach, but you yes. know, this has been, you know, this is a huge accomplishment. I want to say yes. thousands of years of, of human um, ancestry doing their best, walking the steps, yes. walking the walk, doing their best every moment, every lifetime yes. to together in a cumulative effect, exactly. raise human consciousness to the point where a soul can embody fully yeah. 
yes. and drive the vessel and yes. step into soul alignment. That's pretty huge. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why we're living in such amazing time. And that's why we chose to come here at this particular time in history, because humanity is going through a consciousness shift. We are actually raising our vibration. More and more people around the world are awakening one by one. And it doesn't take everybody on the planet, 7 billion people to awaken for the entire collective to awaken. It's a very small percentage of, and we've already passed that. We've already passed what they call the tipping point where humanity is awakening because enough of us on the planet are awake. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to yeah. keep going. So that's why you've got to trust yourself. Yes. Trust yourself. If you've, you know, each one of you out there that's got some inkling of what we're talking about and right. you've got a knowing inside of you, like, yeah, I had that realization. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad I just heard that. Oh, that, that makes it more real for me. Like yes. do whatever you have to do to make it more real for yourself when you have these realizations so that it becomes your truth. Because mm -hmm. what you're really doing is eroding away the control of the, of the autopilot program. Mm -hmm. and you're bringing in the soul yes. and it is a process. It takes time and it takes consistent effort and you can't force it because there'll be recoil. So it's just really more about loving your egoic self into releasing and relaxing and coming into a full embodiment with your soul self mm -hmm. because from soul self, that's where all the brilliance is. Yes. Because and soul is connected to all that is. Exactly. And you know, the, the, um, one of the things I do as a trick or a, a tip is staying present, fully present in the now. Because the ego, the ego doesn't know what to do with the now. You know, so when you... That's why he wants to fill it up with stuff, which is why everyone's so busy, Caroline. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so when you're really in this now moment and appreciating, living in this now, because I, I say, I know every now moment, there's a blessing. There's a blessing. There's some. There's a something to be thankful for in every now moment. And all you have to do when you have that awareness, look for that blessing. You know, it's just like, oh, it's a. Uh, you know, even if the fog is. I love the fog in the sense because it's telling me, wow, for the first time in 28 years, we're having an early spring in the Poconos. Okay, so there's something beautiful in every now moment. And when you know that, and you look for that beauty, and you say thankful, you say thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you, source. Thank you. Thank you, higher self. Thank you for this now moment. And then, and the, the ego's like, okay, I don't know what to do with that. So you got to pull you know. up all your anchors. You know, the yeah, ego yeah. puts a lot of anchors down, you know, yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. trying to fix reality yes. so that it knows what's going to happen. Yes. So you got to pull all the anchors up from history. Yes. You know, all of them, all your judgments, all your stories. Oh, stories, especially. Ooh, those are really powerful. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so it's tricky as a messenger, isn't it, Caroline? Because yes. like as a messenger, we really are here to illustrate through example. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we have to share a story in order to illustrate through example a shift. Exactly. Exactly. And then we've got to be very masterful to erase that story almost as soon as we're sharing it because yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we yes. don't want to recreate it. Right. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. It's a, it's a real art, you know, to be yes. a messenger. Yes, yes, yes. And we, and, and it's wonderful when you, when you have awake, awaken and I forget, I think it's in Plato's time. I forget where the phrase know thyself comes from. 
but that that self aware that self awareness but that is so when you know who you are and you're demonstrating it you're walking your truth you're living your truth and you know your purpose you know okay this is what i'm here for and this is this is what i'm going to do it's just it's a it's it's the it's the best definition of freedom you know that that's true freedom is living knowing who you are living your truth walking your truth and demonstrating to the world your truth truth and shining your light that is amazing yeah it is and we're yeah. here to do that right now yes which means we really need to trust ourselves and yes. and so it's okay you know if you want to make an omelet the first thing you got to do is crack some eggs exactly <laughs> if you try to keep the egg inside the eggshell, you'll never get the omelet. You're never going to have an omelet that way. <laughs> so yes. don't be afraid of cracking some eggs. Yes, yes. You know, yes. Don't, you don't have to intentionally, right. you know, so this isn't talking about the ego deciding that somebody needs to wake up. Right. This is not that. Right. This is allowing your soul to direct you. And if your soul calls you forward, like, like with, like my soul gave me a message, the mm -hmm. end of the rope, right? It didn't come from my mind or my ego. It came from my soul and the inner knowing welled up. Yes. Here's the end of the rope, Carrie. Yes. This is the action to take. And was it terrifying to take? Absolutely. I was, I was in a partnership for 20 years and, mm -hmm. and I had to decide I could go fend for myself. I could go you know, work and I would be okay and I would have a place to live and, and everything in the family would sort itself out with our two children, you know, and, right. and I had to have faith that as I stepped out and did as, as I, I knew right. I needed is right. knowing rather than thinking. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, I know I need to do it. I don't know how it's going to, I don't th the thinking mind is like, Oh, how this is going to happen? Exactly. The soul exactly. knows. Oh. And so if you do the thing, then yes. you don't worry about the fallout. And believe me, there's been a lot of fallout. Yeah, As I've stepped out on this path and I've done yes. these interviews and I've written the yes. books and I've right. taught yes. and I've openly communicated about all these things. Yes. There's been a lot of fallout for people that are in my family of origin, my father's yes. children, the uh, father of my children. Right. And I still hold steady. Yes. I yes. know this is the path. Exactly. And I'm everyone is getting their lessons and it's not up to me to make sure they get them. Right. No, no, no. And yes. it's not up to me to save them. Nope. Nope. It's only up to me to tune into myself, my inner mm -hmm. authority, and do as instructed yes. in any moment. Yes. And to release fear around consequences and, oh, what's going to, you know, and so-and-so is going to be mad at me or Yes, yes, yes. I whatever. <laughs> there's a bigger picture, I only have my peace. Yes. <laughs> so I would just do this part. Yes. And trust that there, everything that's needed will happen. Yes. And eventually, eventually there will be peace. Eventually. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's I not up to me to say when or how. Yes. Honestly, I do believe. And, and when I, because I always say the, the, the goal, the mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to spread the message of oneness so there can be world peace and i say that to people and people look at me like i have two heads it's like really and i even said that to a friend recently uh, a couple of days ago it's like never gonna happen i'm like i did i i said to i said are you saying you don't want world peace to happen it's like no 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 i'm not saying i don't want it never gonna happen 
It's like, okay, because you're saying that. You mean, it's like, what? And, and it's true. Science has proven that we are so powerful that if you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you can't. So I know that we can achieve world peace. So I guess maybe I'll experience it. Well, you won't. You know, but I didn't say it like that. <laughs> well, you know, here's a handy phrase for things that a person thinks is, is impossible. Right. That has really helped me out quite a bit with what you're talking about. Because our words are powerful and they do create manifest. Yes. The more stronger we have a conviction on something, the the, the stronger it is uh, in the energy. Mm -hmm. So of our own lives, which affects the other bubbles that are touching our bubble. So if we really yes. want to be mindful, then what we could say is, um, up until now, I didn't believe that world peace was possible to acknowledge the fear, right? Right, right. And I'm in the process of discovering how world peace is possible, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? I'm in the process of discovering how. I am in the process. So you're going to always be in the process of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you're going to yes. be in the process of anything. Exactly. Yes. But I, but so I get so many people give me this, uh, this mindset that it's impossible, that world peace is impossible. And I'm like, really, do you want to be in that mindset? Do you not want to experience world peace? Do you not know how powerful your intentions are? You know, and the, the wonderful thing I know is their intentions don't affect my intentions. Like I said, I know that we are living in a multiverse. This is also science. Everything I believe in is backed up scientifically. Um, science is, it has the multi, many worlds theories. So you experience what you believe in and put your in intentions into. So my intention is to live in a world where there is peace. So because of that, I am creating slowly but surely creating that world. So another person who has this, not, I guess, intention, but this, this mindset, this mindset, impossible, you know, okay, maybe that person will not experience world peace. But I know from mine, I know I'm a powerful creator. And with my intentions, I create my reality. Like you said, this is a, a virtual reality. Yeah, it is. Science and is it has multiple layers to the reality and different yeah. group consciousnesses. And so yeah. I can speak to this in a different way um, from the plant medicine. What I've realized is that anybody who's taken ayahuasca, we have an immediate recognition of each other, mm -hmm. that there's a common bond. Mm -hmm. when I don't even know the person, but I'll look at their eyes and I'll be like, uh, yeah. I think you've worked with the medicine before. Uh -huh. okay. And then I started to prove that. So there's also that same thing is happening in all layers of consciousness, mm -hmm. wherever you're at. So if you've woken up to a certain degree, you'll probably experience this phenomenon where you can tell people who are also woke to your certain level of wokeness. Yes. And then you can also tell people who aren't. Like you have a vantage point now that's, um, that's different than um, you used to have. Right, right. Right. So the person you're speaking to that says, oh, it's impossible, he's not at the vantage point that you're at right now. Exactly. He could get there, but he's not there yet. Exactly. And he, it's really up to his soul to choose how to guide him to the vantage point. And his soul choosing how to guide him to the vantage point might very well include the conversation he just had with you. Yes. That could be, <laughs> so, yes, planting the seed. 
planting the seed. Yeah. yeah. And how many seeds did you need planted before you woke up? Right. So we all right. need a whole lot of seeds. I know I right. went to like 20 years of weekly psychotherapy sessions. So yes. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of seeds being planted in there okay. that I was not harvesting. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. And, so, planning, and I do feel like that. I do feel even I've got that message from spirit is that yeah, your job is to plant, to just spread the seeds wherever you can spread them. And I do, I find myself always having those conversations and I, I will have them to the degree where I think that person will at least pick up a seed or two. You oh, know, I'm just laughing at myself, Caroline. Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I'm thinking about myself a few years ago. Uh-huh. Where, because I got the same message about spreading seeds. I got, and I'm thinking about the way I was a few years ago where I would like, I would spread the seeds and then I would like go back and be like, do you need some water? <laughs> How about some sunlight? <laughs> that seed is not sprouting yet. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. And then I would like dig it up and look at it. No, it's still, it doesn't have any roots yet. Dang. I'd be like, stupid seed. And I would like, judging the seed, you know, yes. like going back and trying to force that seed to grow. No, that's not And that happen. doesn't work. That doesn't work. Yes. I, can, I can attest to that. It doesn't work. Well, you know what? You just reminded me. Isn't it so? You just me. I just listened to two nights ago. I know you've heard of Wayne Dyer. Yes. Yes. He was sharing a story about when he was young and, um, he was like two or th uh, about three or four years old and the he watched his uh um parent or aunt or uncle or somebody plant a tomato plant and then he saw it start to sprout so he got down on the ground he's like i want you to grow i want so he he yanks it up off the ground <laughs> he's like okay he's trying to force the the plant to grow and he as a kid he yanks it up off the ground okay that's done for that, <laughs> you know? So he's, he's saying, yeah, you can't, all you can do is spread the seed and then it'll blossom in perfect divine timing. But that all we can do is spread the seed, you know? We could just be seed spreaders, you know? You know, the, along the lines of that, in the second wave book, I actually uh, had a section contributed by Jennifer Huff, who's a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. She talks about the science behind all of this stuff. Yes. And she yes. said, basically, just like plants give off um, photosynthesis, you know, like they give off light, they are light and they emit light. Yes. We are light and we emit light. Yes. And so whatever lessons that, you, that we have each incorporated into our own bodies, into our mm -hmm. own energetic fields, like whatever wisdom we've accumulated and yes. whatever consciousness we've been able to raise ourselves to is being emanated from our field as light to anyone in our surroundings. Mm -hmm. So when you want to, um, let's say, raise the consciousness of someone in your life who you really love, right. a more amenable way of doing it potentially is to just be in their presence without really saying a whole lot, but just feeling love and vibrating love and just kind of like, you know, shooting the shit, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. that, you know, they don't, they're not confronted by your ideas. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly all that. That's exactly what I was kind of trying to say is like, I kind of listen and trying to feel around. Now this guy, this person I was having a conversation with the other day, we go way back and I can say stuff to him, even though he won't agree with it, but I can say stuff to him. Um, but like people I'm just getting to know, I listen to where they're at before I speak. So I, I know how much to share and how much 
not to share, you know? Um, even like yesterday with all the people I was interacting with, which just like, okay, um, they're not that awake, but it's okay. And not being awake is not a judgment. No. I know that they're a divine being creating their own reality for their higher, we can't judge that higher soul, that soul's purpose. That's all we don't know what they're here to learn, you know, like this is soul school. Yes. So we're all here to learn, you know, it's a one room classroom with all ages of souls inside of it. Yes. Although I did get the message the other day that we're about to have the adult swim. You know how you go to the pool, the community pool, yes. and there's like the kids swim and they have free reign over the pool. And right. then there's like the adult swim and the kids have to get out. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are about to have the adult swim. And that's kind of why there's like yes. some exit points because yes. the work that we're about to do on the planet yes. requires more self-mastery mm-hmm. and more resilience and discipline and practice. Yes then maybe somebody who's a younger soul might feel capable of at this time, right? They might not really be ready for that level of challenge. Exactly. Exactly. So they they have an exit point that's pretty easy. Like they get the coronavirus or, you know, they get an accident or, you know, the soul coordinates all kinds of things. Exactly. You you know, without undue stress, release the soul from the incarnated experience. Exactly. Exactly. Very true. And I do, I believe in the multiverse that there are souls that are just like, I, the, I don't know if you ever heard of the terminology 3D and 5D. Yes. And I believe there are souls that are going to be, are, are the younger souls. They're more than happy to just stay in the 3D and, and, and have some more 3D experiences. And that's no judgment. That's perfectly fine because we're all divine t- souls there's no real time time is just in this linear environment so in 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 the truth of the matter there's no time and that we're all divine souls and we're still you know uh, in 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 spirit most of us anyway only a small part of us comes down into this incarnation so they're all fine and many of them are going to say i'm not ready for 5d you know, I need yeah, a lot of gonna, And they're going to stay behind. And that's, yes. see, this is yes. where the two earths are dividing. Yes, exactly. So, you know, exactly. like, so if you guys have become aware of that, those of you on the audience who became aware of this feeling like there's two different realities happening concurrently. Yes. That's correct. There are, it's like the earths are dividing now. Mm-hmm. And there'll be one that's just sort of like, okay, continue along the old path. Yes. Because they're not done with those lessons. But the new earth is where we're going to be moving into self-actualization and the lessons around self-actualization, which means we are going to be dealing with um, personal accountability with uh, the things you're doing in your life that affect the planet and affect other people and affect yourself. Yes. Like there'll be more, more instant, instant karma. It's not really karma, but you know, like that idea of like instant, yes. instant yes. lessons. Yes. Like you just yes. said that and now you're experiencing it to, to yes. pull in the reins on the self mastery. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I, from my understanding is this is the year 2020, the 20, the whole 20th um, decade of the twenties will be that the two worlds splitting farther and farther apart. And so you're going to actually, not right now, it's like 3D, 5D, and we're all interacting together, 3D person over here, 5D, and we're still, we're, we're physically or dimensionally in 5D, you know, and then we still come in contact 
with people who are dimensionally 3D. But that's gonna get farther and further apart in this, in this decade. And especially 2020, I hear just from my spiritual understanding that the end of 2020 is a big decision. Either it's like, you gotta make a decision. Where, where do you wanna go? Do you wanna stay here or you wanna go there? You know, it's like, cause it's not gonna always be the two of us, you know, butting heads. Against yeah, because it, the tension between the two worlds gets to be so too strong. And that's what I've been noticing in my, in my younger son, who yes. does, he's a bridge between the worlds right now. The tension between those two worlds is too strong. Yes. For one person to be the center point of those, to bridge that. It's too much to ask. Yes. So yes. basically, um, you know, this is one of the reasons why I was, um, I saw, I felt this and knew this in my mother's heart that this was happening. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons I was doing my best to bring forgiveness, to encourage a sense of forgiveness, to encourage a sense of release of the past and to encourage these other, you know, other members of my biological family to release the past and to forgive it. Right. to reduce the tension on my son. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And as a soul, I he is he has chosen this incarnation. Yes. And he has chosen to bridge in this way. Mhm. Mm and so he's choosing now his path. Mhm. Mm and it's his choice to make. Yes. So yes. what I can do is make it as easy for him as possible by mm -hmm. having as much neutrality as I can. Yes. About the conditions right. that he's given himself for his self-mastery. Yes. 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 And just love him through the process and exactly. do the best I can. Exactly. Yes. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, from our higher self and our higher self knows all, knows all of our lifetimes, knows why we came. From our higher self perspective, every challenge we go through was planned for us to go through, you know, so it is definitely okay. And so we, we, he definitely, you know, chose this path and yes, all we can do is basically love, love. We can guide, we can love, but we have to let people live their path, you know, live their chosen path. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I know what I want to ask you because yeah. you mentioned it a couple of times, the ayahuasca. Now, oh, I've yeah. heard of ayahuasca and I know what it is and um, I've never had an experience with it. Share more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, similar to you, I'd been doing a lot of personal introspection work for almost all of my lifetime, either through the psychotherapy um, and then after that through my spiritual path and my spiritual training. Um, I did energy medicine. I'm certified in by the Four Winds Life Body School. So I did a lot of really powerful work spiritually uh -huh. yes then i uh got into a, a situation where i was able to work with ayahuasca mm -hmm. and that blew my doors off mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's just say what it's taught me is that okay. mother earth has her own medicine yes for us for our consciousness yes and Ayahuasca is a plant of awakening to soul consciousness. Mm -hmm. So what it does is um, it exposes um, the the hmm, it exposes the layers of egoic consciousness that are within you. 
Okay. So that you can see the patterns, like the thought tunnels that, you know, your ego leads you through. Like mm -hmm. you can see all the little thought tunnels. You can, you become aware of how you're holding your energy. You can become aware of, of um, imprinting, you know, from your early childhood. You become aware of a lot of things in your consciousness. It sort of like slows it down and breaks it down so that you see it happening as it's happening. And then, and then because you cultivate that awareness with it being so slow, you mm -hmm. can now make a whole new choice around it. And it's a permanent choice because you're in a space of your brain that's sort of like the God part of your brain right. that, that can make those choices, your mm -hmm. soul self. Right. So it puts you in a space where your soul self has much more um, ability to reprogram Mm -hmm. your vessel in your consciousness for a greater good. Right. Okay. And, and it also is a really um, powerful plant for eliminating what you don't need. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people talk about an ay ayahuasca, you'll puke. Mm. Okay. Well, that's because you're purging out of your body what does not serve your consciousness anymore. Okay. And it's the most expeditious way to get rid of it is to throw okay. it up. Yes. Yes. You know, it gets it out yes. and it, or, or you blow your nose or you mm -hmm. cry or right. you poop or pee or whatever. Right, like, right, right. Just the yes. fastest way to get that dense stuff out of your system, it mm -hmm. cleans it out. Awesome. So awesome. the more you work with it, the more she teaches you, and I say she's a, right. a, it's a feminine plant. Right. The more the divine feminine through this plant teaches you what you've been doing to your consciousness or, you know, your ancestors or all the things you inherited, right. the, the more you can elevate with your soul's reprogramming of your mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. So it's a fast path to um, radical change that's permanent. It doesn't go back. So okay. you have this ceremony, you make yes. the realization, whatever that realization is, it's not, it's not like addiction where you just keep, then you're just going back, you know. Right, right. I get what you're saying. No, it's like healed. Yes. Yes. And then yes. you move on to the next layer of thing that you need to look at. Right. Okay. Now, how, so, how would a person go about go having, um, going to these ceremonies and having, because I, from what I understand is it, it is important to do, have a ceremony with a group of people, not try yeah, something like this. Alone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I've heard. You don't want to go into your ego alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, just, I mean, how how would a person go about doing that um, here in the states? Because I know that they there they are have... places that are legalizing it. Okay. From what I understand, um, Berkeley is legalizing. The city of Berkeley, California, is legalizing ayahuasca. From what I understand, okay. I don't know the status of that, but I know that that was in the works in the process. Okay. You're going to start seeing places legalizing it. Just like marijuana has been legalized, you're going to find yes. places being that are legalizing it because it's a health. Yes. It's for mental health, actually, and spiritual health. Yes. So, yes, yes. Um, and it's a much more expeditious path than going with, you know, let's say I tried the Western complex and their ideas around how to heal. Mm -hmm. I took their pills. I did all that. It did not okay. work for me. Right. Yes. Oh, you it mean Western... Are you talking Western about Western medicine? Oh my goodness. It did I not work so, for me. You know, no, everyone I has to make their own choice. Yeah. But for me, it did not work for me. Yes. So, and I get it. I, I tried it for like 13 years. It did not work for me. <laughs> so okay. I did not start healing until I turned to spirit, until I turned to spirit medicine. And then yes. now I'm turning to earth medicine. Okay. So, you know, if people aren't ready for ayahuasca, if that feels like, oh my gosh, that's too intense. Right. And, you know, you can work with stones and crystals and, and as allies. Those are a good 
place to start. You know, they okay. have a lot of wisdom. You can meditate with it, you know, put it on your third eye. Yes. Get wisdom from it. They'll actually, because they're so dense, they actually can start working with your physical mm-hmm. body to help create shift. So, okay, you know, it, it, you can get some good distance working with stone allies. So it's a good starting place where people are a little bit worried about like, Right, just, about this plant medicine thing. Right, about the people. Some people don't want to just jump into this deep end. You know, yeah, and people. I jumped in. Yeah. I actually did not do any plant medicine for many years because okay. I, I just thought you know I had this concept that I was crazy, and that if I did that you know because of the pills and everything that the Western medical like gives you all these pills for your oh and you're gonna keep taking them otherwise you're gonna like go off the deep end and like there's this idea that they give right. a person like it gave me anyway yes and so that made me worried about a lot of things right you know yes I was worried about all that yes and it turns out you know that um for me uh you know the path I walked was the path I walked I still believe really strongly in energy medicine and clearing a lot of things out through personal mastery and stepping the steps you know I don't think there's any fast track exactly. like you can't skip the work Yes. But if you're doing the work already and you're, and you're taking the steps and you're doing your spiritual path and you're practicing, then yes. this is a healthy adjunct tool that helps speed it up a little bit and give you deeper okay. you know, past some egoic blocks. So it's okay. just very helpful. And if okay. you want to work that path, then um, you, know, you could certainly um, investigate. There's lots of places in uh, South America, Peru, mm-hmm. and, and the jungle is definitely a place where right. this happens right. and um, where, you know, you want to be guided by, by somebody experienced, like, yes. a, you know, a shaman, a pra- a shaman shamanic yes. practitioner. Yes. And you also want to be mindful and careful of like faux shamans and people that aren't, you want somebody that's really got good, deep, grounded spiritual practice mm-hmm. that's been doing their own practice and walking their talk for yes. decades to yes. guide you in the process. You don't really want somebody who's like, you know, just woke up and decided that they can do that. Okay, I got, I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It takes some mastery to lead somebody through something like this. Yes, I agree. Wow. Yeah. Very, very good. And please share with our audience where they can find your book. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So this is what my book looks like. Okay. It's got a rainbow eye because we are I love that. the yes. rainbow eye. Yes. Carolina. Yes, I love that. <laughs> the second yes. wave. Yes, yeah, you can second... get it on Amazon yes. and uh, it's available in print or in ebook version, you know, online book version. And okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's on Amazon and it's doing really great there. And your website? Share my your website. website? Yeah. My website is carriehummingbird.com. That's K E R R I hummingbird.com. Okay. Well, this is this has been so amazing. I love, like I said, I get a high. I'm <laughs> so I high to, right I, now. Yes, I, I get a high whenever I do this show. I really do. I oh, know yeah. that it's like my soul saying, "Yes, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing." So it's it's a high. So uh, I I I wanted. I never tried um, ayahuasca, but I I'm interested. But I also get a high just doing this show. Just doing the show is like a high too. Like I feel like my soul comes channeling through, and it just feels really good. Yes, I have yes. that feeling. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I know that my my son in spirit is the co-host. He already told me. Mm. He's very proud of the show. And he said, Mom, I'm your co-host. I'm with you every time you do a show. So That's I know gorgeous. he's right here. Yes. Aw. Yes. So <laughs> this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much for being my guest. This is, like I said, I am just 
filled with just knowing, the knowing that we are, I truly believe. In 2020, I've been, since we entered the year 2020, I've been so excited because I feel we are going to see some amazing things this year because it's just that, that, that point in our evolution where we're ready to go for, to the next step. I believe that. We are. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you. You have such a beautiful smile. You know that. Yeah, I'm grinning from ear to ear. I can feel it just because I feel great right now. You know, like you said, like the energy comes through and it just fills my whole body and then I just feel really good, you know. Exactly. Dreaming and happy and... Yeah, I get on that high five and I'm high for the rest of the day. So this, this is great. Thank you so much. We are going to keep in touch. I will send you all the information to share this with your audience. And um, this is great. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, everybody. Okay. okay. Bye-bye for now. Wake up.